All right, so tonight is about limiting beliefs. Uh, I'm going to do another series on this particular subject because it can get pretty deep. Let's start with the definition of what a limiting belief is. This is a quick definition. You do a quick Google search, it pops up right away. A limiting belief is a state of mind or belief about yourself that restricts you in some way. And then it follows up with this sentence. Many professionals and even entrepreneurs struggle with self-limiting beliefs that can hinder potential success. The key is to learning to identify limiting beliefs in order to overcome them. So <clears throat> the key here is identifying that there's a problem, which is <laughs> it's funny because that's kind of the thing you have to do for problems in general. First, you identify the problem and then you figure out ways to get through it. Okay. The problem with limiting beliefs is we don't necessarily know it's a problem until it's identified, right? So things holding you back that you may not know about or that you tell yourself. Starting out, this one's a, this one's a big one. So I got some notes here and I'm gonna refer to them, but I was writing out some of the things that I have given in my lifetime and how I've overcome them just to get you to think about them, right? The first one and big one. This was kind of the biggest one on my list. And it's not the most dangerous one, but it's very non-productive. And I guess dangerous is kind of relative because realistically, if you think about it, it could be very dangerous to your progression and your growth as a person. This limiting belief is I don't have time. Let that sink in. I don't have time. How many times have you told yourself that? How many times have you told it to yourself today? When somebody asks you what you're doing, I don't have time for that. I'm so guilty of this. This is why it was probably number, number one on my list uh, of many, but it's in the top at least. But it's one that I hear consistently, especially having owned a gym in the past. Uh, I don't have time to go to the gym. Doesn't work. So here's the thing about time. I can't find the time or I don't have time. You, you don't look for time. You have to create time. All right, so if you shift your mentality around not being able to find the time to do something versus making the time to do something, you completely shift that limiting belief. Because anything that you want to do, you will make time for it. Can't make it to the gym, you get up earlier. Or you go to bed later. Or you shift things around to be able to do it, right? I don't have time to cook well. Then you figure it out and you order food that's done well for you, right? You have time, you just don't make time. You have, so here's, here's the key, and you've heard this. We all have the same 24 hours in our day, right? Do the math, add it up. How much are you sleeping? How much are you going to work? And then the difference is how much time is left in the day. And if you actually audit that, it usually turns out that you have plenty. You just piss it away doing something else. Guilty. Here are the 
Here was a question I found. Why are some people able to capture every moment while others consistently use lack of time as an excuse? You've seen those people. How do you have time to do everything? Because they fucking create it. They figure it out. It's because for some people, it's a must, and for others, it's a should. That was an impactful statement. For others, it is a must. For, mo for some, it's a must, and for others, it's a should. What do you do to make it a must, right? This ties back into what I was just talking about. You, you create the time to do it. And this is where we start coming up with non-negotiables. In my life, working out is a non-negotiable. Sure, there's some days when I literally I can't make it, but like doing right now during 75 hard, I got to work out twice a day, non-negotiable. So I have to get it in. I have to make sure it gets in. Therefore, I structure my day. I structure my schedule. I make sure I hit my time marks to get the shit done. It's a must. You can start this by tracking where you spend your time. Do a time audit. Figure it out. It's going to help you prioritize and schedule activities. And then you have to begin each day with a definite plan and put a stake in the ground for what it is you want out of that day. Is this something I must do or is this something I should do? Now, for me, structure is really where I thrive. And when I don't have structure, stuff starts unraveling and falling apart. Uh, I, I get like these depressive feelings. I feel stressed. I get anxious. That's why what I'm doing now for, uh, what is it, 30, 33 days has been super beneficial for me, right? Because now everything is a must and I don't have the, the luxury of being able to say, I can't do that or I don't have the time. It's got to be done. So if you think about it in those terms and you get and, and you look at what is important to you, then you can figure those other things out. For some, working out just isn't important for them. Unfortunately, it should be. But they're like, well, I don't have time for it. Got plenty of time to sit on the couch, though. Got plenty of time to go out to the bar. Yeah. Hope that's making you think a little bit. So, moral of the story. If you're the type of person, because we all are, let's be honest, that says, I don't have the time. Me, I wish there was more times in the day, but the, the reality is, there's sometimes I don't use my time efficiently, and you are just as guilty. So figure out how to use your time efficiently, audit your day, and quit saying you don't have time. And make it. Create the time.